Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The road to election 2024 goes through Good Morning BT. Mr. Trump, welcome to Charlotte Radio. Good morning, Bob. Nikki Haley. You have a unique voice that you bring to the table. Good morning. It's great to be with both of you. The biggest names. Well, I appreciate you making some time for us here in Charlotte on WBT. Well, it's a great city. The biggest year. Welcome to the District 8 North Carolina Republican Congressional Debate. Continuing coverage of all the campaigns. Jeff Jackson. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Congressman Dan Bishop. Good morning, Bo. Yeah. Hi. Bo and Beth take you all the way to November. Talking to U.S. Senator Tim Scott here on Good Morning BT. Thank you, Bo and Beth. It's good to be with y'all. This is Good Morning BT. We have talked a lot about District Number 8, a competitive six-way GOP battle. There's another competitive six-way GOP battle in District Number 6. Names like Bo Hines and Addison McDowell. Christian Castelli was on the show a few weeks ago, and now returning to the show is a former congressman, and he'd like to be congressman again. Mark Walker is with us. Good morning. Good morning, Bo Beth. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Thank you for taking time to join us this morning. You there? Well, we're glad oh, to be here with you. Yes, sir. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Dropped out. <laughs> we thought for we lost you for a second. All right. So, uh, you know, early voting has begun. Uh, the, the fight to the finish here. Super Tuesday is not too far away. Uh, how do you size things up on the campaign trail right now for you in this competitive race? Well, we're feeling very hopeful. Uh, we've represented the 6th District, how, albeit that it has changed probably somewhere between 86 and 80, 88% the way that it was redrawn. Includes the new counties of Davie, Davidson, Rowan, and a good part of Cabarrus, uh, even, even uh, I guess, about 40% of the city of Concord, which is all in your listening audience there. But, yeah, we're, we're hopeful for it. Uh, we have uh, d- done the work. We've got about 65 or 70 volunteers out working the early voting site. So uh, we think we, our message of being the only proven conservative, not to be too cliche, but we're the only one with a conservative voting record, and uh, very proud to be the only candidate endorsed by the NRA, Veterans for Trumps, and other groups and organizations. But I think we're going to land this thing in about 12 days. Now, you were, um, before you threw your hat in the ring to run here in District 6, you were one of the candidates for governor. Now, back in the uh, the statewide Senate election, you were one of the candidates running against uh, Ted Budd. And I'm wondering if you're feeling a little bit of deja vu in this particular race, because I know you and you and Pat McCrory both were at the, uh, the North Carolina convention where former President Trump came onto the stage and unexpectedly to you all endorsed Ted Budd, who was your opponent. Now, something similar has happened in this particular race. The former president has endorsed Addison McDowell, who is a former um, Ted Budd employee, or I guess worked on Ted Budd's campaign, worked with Ted Budd when he was serving in the House. Did you feel a little bit of deja vu, and did that take any wind out of your sails, or did it just inspire you to work harder? That's what a great question. Uh, I, I it did not take any, uh, certainly any wind out of our sails. And, and, and I will tell you, we kind of anticipated it. Uh, it's the way the kind of the good old boy system works. We were surprised that, uh, you know, if, if you're a lobbyist, uh, one of the Trump rules is you're not allowed to work on their campaign. So we were surprised that 
President Trump would come in and endorse a corporate lobbyist for Blue Cross or Blue Shield who's lived in Raleigh for the last few years. Doesn't mean the guy's a bad guy. It's just was uh, way outside the standard. But but did it uh, did it kind of floor us? It did not. We're, look, we're still. If you look at Project 538, not our own numbers, we're the highest rated Trump policy scorecard of any member uh, currently serving in North Carolina. Uh, that's Dan Bishop, even going back to Mark Meadows, Mr. Budd as well. So our record stands for itself. We're very proud of that record. And when we have the platform to be able to communicate it, we have. And, 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 and I will say this, we're seven and one. We've, we've lost one race, and that was, you know, getting over overboarded flown by i guess 15 million dollars of special interest groups not making not complaining or making excuses but that was hard to overcome we've won all three of our congressional races uh against both the republican and the democrat and we've won two races in the u.s house as well for leadership positions so we're setting up to this thing i believe that we're going to land this thing like i said in about 12 days talking to uh, mark walker who's running for congress in district number six here on uh, news talk 1110 wbt with Bo and beth um i have a question for you and and you know there was talk for a while a few weeks ago about uh the rnc declaring trump as the presumptive nominee and uh and, and they backed off of that and trump backed off of that. But I thought it was an interesting notion at the time, because if that had gone through, uh, you know, that would have essentially taken any of the uh, uh, it would have taken the competitiveness out of the top of the ticket. And I know that we've had people drop out since then. So there are only two left. But now Laura Trump uh, is is about it would appear to become second in command in the RNC behind Michael Watley. And she said things in recent days like, you know, uh, taking most of the money, if not all of it, that comes into the RNC and pouring that into the Trump election. Um, I'm wondering, as you, you're, you're down the ticket, you know, we have uh, Super Tuesday coming up, and uh, you know how this works. Uh, you know, everybody who's down ticket benefits from a competitive top of the ticket to get the voters out, right? Do you worry uh, that if, uh, if, if, if by that time, for example, maybe Nikki Haley's out of the race and it's just Trump, that uh, races like yours down the ticket will suffer turnout issues because of uh, the, the, the top of the ticket doesn't draw people to the polls? And I don't, I don't think so, Bo. And here's why: we're 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 watching these. We've had now uh, five days of early voting. Uh, they're they're trending maybe just a little bit lower than where they were 2020, which would be the same comparison where you had the same amount of early voting days. Uh, I, I think locally, uh, people turn out. Uh, now it may be for a county commissioner, school board member. Maybe they've got a member of Congress they're wanting to vote for. It's not all driven by the top of the ticket. A good portion of it is. Uh, but but I do think if this thing is wrapped up to your point, where either Nikki Haley gets out or, or the delegates enough delegates are now projected for President Trump, I do think that would diminish the turnout some. Uh, but that's 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 encumbered upon the candidate to get out his vote to get out his supporters. It's, you, you can't blame that on anyone else. Now you certainly have name recognition in this district. I mean, you, you represented this district, although you pointed out that the district is different from when you represented the district um, a few years ago. Now, Christian Castelli, he ran against Kathy Manning two years ago. Kathy Manning not running for re-election. Bo Hines, who ran in the 13th district, also has name recognition. And then as we were saying, or as I said uh, a, a minute ago, that Addison McDowell has the endorsement of President Trump. Who, who are you feeling like you're going head to head against the most when it comes because you have several candidates with a, a high a high name recognition rate what's your biggest well, challenge your biggest hurdle 
he, well, the few times I've been with you guys, you guys know I'm, I'm kind of a straight shooter, pretty transparent. So here's what their strategy is. I believe that and who knows how this will turn out. Our job, as you know, in, in a few years ago, they lowered the threshold from 40% to 30%. So whoever's leading above 30% will be the uh, will be the nominee, will actually be the next member of Congress, as you said, with no Democrat running. But here's what I think their strategy is between Costelli and, I might add, uh, a guy who lives over in Moore County, Southern Pines, about 80 miles from the district. You have uh, Mr. Uh, Addison McDowell, who lives in Clayton and Bo Hines. We think he lives in Union County now, though uh, we're still not 100% sure. Uh, but all three of those guys are battling it out to see who could be the potential primary runoff uh, against me if they can keep me below 30%. That's what our polling is showing. I think that's what their polling is showing as well. So the challenge for us is to get beyond that threshold. I think the challenge for them is who can finish second with the hope that they could get to a runoff two months after the primary. That's right, because uh, the general, there won't be a general. This is for all the marbles coming up on uh, on March 5th, and so it's, uh, it's tightening and it's a six-way battle here. So we appreciate you coming on, and as always from the campaign trail, we'll talk to you down the line. Bo and Beth, take care. Always appreciate it. God bless. That's Mark Walker running for Congress uh, in that uh, six-way D6 primary. And like he said, uh, you know, the trick there is uh, to get enough to to live to – uh, be around for the for the runoff should there need to be one because uh, November is not really what we're talking about here. Well, and it's the thing you want to hear a candidate say is everybody else is running for second place, That's right? right. <laughs> That's right.